Hmm. Ha. Hmm. Boy. Wow. Yeah. Huh. That's kind of that's kind of the way I feel after reading this week's book. Morning Glories number twenty four. Welcome to Dueling Reviews. I'm Stephen. That's Matthew. Two guys, one comic, infinite possibilities. And to be honest, Matthew, when we take a look at Morning Glories, Morning Glories number twenty four. That's kind of what we're presented with, right? An infinite world of possibilities. Or am I just yeah. reading that wrong? <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely agree with you. And there's some stuff in here that makes me wonder if that's not exactly what we're dealing with. So for those of you that don't know, and, and we do, we will uh, preface this dueling review that last week when I looked up the books that were supposed to be out this week, apparently dueling reviews is supposed to come out next week, if that makes sense. Ah, is that time screwed up? Hey, Jim, welcome to Morning Glories. So we're not going to go. Wobbly. Yeah, we're not going to go into as much super detail in this right. book, but I think knowing what's going on or believing what I know what's going on in the previous issues should kind of make things a little clear here, I guess. You know that I know that you know that I know. <laughs> so Morning Glories number 24 by uh, right. uh Joe um Joe Isma, Joe Isma, Joe Isma and the other guy. Uh, Rodan Esquejo. And uh, Nick Spencer. Yes, Nick Spencer. Um, I believe uh, was is the son of like uh, the lead singer of Kiss or something. I don't think so. Am I thinking of a different writer? You might be. Well, maybe I don't know. I don't know Nick Spencer from uh, from Adam or uh, Abraham in this case, um, or <laughs> Isaac. Um, so for those of you that don't know what's going on, <laughs> I can just picture Matthew doing his uh, best uh, love po- love boat impression right there. <laughs> Um, taste the soup. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what, what morning glories is about, there are these gifted children all born on the same day or all have a birthday around the same day. And, uh, they are invited to this, um, morning glories Academy. And, uh, it's a great honor or a great privilege until you get there. And suddenly it turns into this nightmare world of, uh, sadistic teachers and, kids killing themselves and really this thought process of in order to free yourself, you must be willing to submit to a higher rule, I guess is kind yeah. of the, kind of the underlying theme, kind of building an m- army of mental, mental brilliance, but controlled mental brilliance, I guess. Yeah. Basically they're geniuses, but they're sla- enslaved geniuses. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or something. Perhaps. And, Throughout the story, as things have progressed, we've seen some weird things. A ghost in the hallway that kills people by the name of, I think its name is David. Uh, We see some, a girl who continually tries to kill herself or get put under a drug scenario. And she kind of becomes a Billy Pilgrim unstuck in time. Uh, That's the Jade character where she goes and visits her future self and she sees past lives. And then we've got another girl who literally is traveling through time. She was uh, set free from the Academy, and now she finds herself in her own past. And uh, people that have the ability to control others with just uttering a few phrases. And then there seems to be an underground movement of uh, an underground movement led by a guy named Abraham, who is trying to change stuff. Maybe I don't or something. <laughs> What is your take on this book? I mean, add some more flavor. I mean, add some more flavor into this series that explains it. You know what this feels like? And I, let me just, I'm sorry to keep going on like this. This feels okay. like a cross between Lost and 
um, what was it, Tower Academy or something uh, that was Found. on? No, no, no. Tower Prep. Tower Prep, which I've compared it to in the past. Now, Pre- Tower Prep uh, is is canceled. It's uh, ended its run. It was written by uh, comic book guy uh, Paul Dini. But it, the two and Lost just seem to have a lot of similarities between this book. And I think there's some definite influence of the Battle Royale slash Hunger Games school of thought. But essentially, at the beginning, we were introduced to these six students. And each one of them is kind of, you know, we expected from the setup, each one of them was kind of going to be the archetype that you expect. Right, right. Hunter's the nerd, and Ike is the ladies' man, and June is the jock, and... Jade is the emo and Zoe is the alpha bitch and Casey's the smart one, you know, the sweet girl next door. But none of that is entirely true while not being entirely false. And there's an entire episode where somehow they end up trapped in this weird field that acts as the Tower of Babel. Yeah. And they're all speaking in different languages, which the languages that I understood were pretty close to right which makes me think that the languages that I didn't understand were probably passable as well. I It's been several months since issue 23. Issue 23 oh, really? came out okay. before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, that's so a, one I of that's, don't remember. Yeah, so all the these people that, that went into the Tower of Babel were like this um, resistance <clears throat> movement or the guerrilla group, and they were trying to prevent some event from happening and freeing the children by traveling through time and sacrifices and devils and then... In this issue, and then and it, Jack finds out about the others who live in the rear end of the plane, and then they're all in purgatory, right? And then Barry Bostwick shows up for some reason, and they all travel to Frankenfurter's house. Smoke monster polar bear comic books. Tuesday night, <laughs> it's meatloaf night. <laughs> Must see TV. Woo-hoo! God, I got nothing. <laughs> well, that's kind of how I feel after reading this. So, and I guess. And and the problem is, and, and I just finished and I went back because the last time I read an issue was somewhere around issue nine. So I spent the after, well, late afternoon, evening after dealing with some RWJ stuff. I, I yeah, we'll talk about that later. Dealing with some yeah. RWJ stuff, I read through about whatever it is to get up here to issue 24, which actually, again, comes out next week. And I can understand some frustration from readers. It's been like, it's been three months since we've seen this book. Why is it taking so long? Yeah. And uh, even I was surprised because I was like, man, that I remember that book not too long ago, mm-hmm. but it has been a while. It has been quite a while. And with Image Comics and, again, some other people, and maybe Image might even contact me and say, hey, Schleicher, you're screwy again, um, that, uh, that they don't really have to run by any set schedule because it's creator-owned. So when the creator gets the book done right. and it's ready to release, it's time to release. Right. Yeah. And... And Nick I'm Spencer sort of is fine with that. Isn't Spencer working on stuff with Marvel or he DC? He was for a while. Spencer was working with Marvel and DC and Image, and one of his writing relationships, I think, ended poorly. Oh, late, okay. All right. But I can't remember which. So, you know, I, this whole issue is fascinating on one level in that it keeps having overtones of a story that I read years and years and years ago in a completely different context, by the way. The Bible? Was it the Bible? <laughs> well, half of it. But <laughs> And please don't say the other half was penthouse. <laughs> no. You know, just the first part. <laughs> but most most importantly, the whole story of uh, 
the biblical story of Isaac and Abraham right. is tied into this, only not tied into this, and it's clearly not supposed to be the same characters resurrected, I think. We hope. I mean, we're at, we're at a point in the story where I literally kind of forgot who was where. And there's a point where a couple of issues ago, Hunter was running around, I think, with Jade. Right. And, and she was Hunter trying to kill Jade him. Yeah, yeah. And throughout that whole thing, I'm thinking, okay. Oh, not Hunter and Ike. Jade. Yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. And I'm thinking that it's Ike. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, of course, I, I tie the whole things together with Victorious because uh, the Zoe, the evil girl, looks kind of like uh, the uh, nasty girl from Victorious. So I've tied all that together, too. So it's really confusing. I think there's some iCarly in there, too. So we're all totally cha-chaing at this point in time. Well, I'm wondering, is this – the more I read it, you know, it started out as this weird Lost-esque type show. Right, and then with the, a, an epic thing behind it. Yeah, but then as we pers- – continue to proceed, it seems to be more like a commentary on religion, right? I mean, there's the whole issue with Hunter there's and Jade in the, cade, in the cave, and they're just having this whole big religious discussion. It's like philosophy. It's like a philosophy book um, yep. for people. Agreed. And there's... This issue has that. Previous issues had that. The whole Tower of Babel thing clearly yeah. had that. Yeah. I'm not sure where it's all going. I know that... The main reason that I started reading the book in the first place was because of the awesomeness of the cover art. Oh, yeah. And that hasn't changed. And the quality, the overall quality of the book is still the same. It's just that I I don't know what's going on anymore. You know, I'm scared. We've been like 12 issues with the kids running around in the in, in the, the woods. Yeah, the fields. Yeah, yeah. PE or whatever this trade is. Fields. I think this arc is called PE because they're all PE. out doing a uh, physical education exercise. It is, and I guess the thing is, I don't mind being confused, and I don't mind clues being dropped. But I will only go so far with that. And that was my problem with Lost. I don't remember how many seasons Lost went, but I was good up in... 113. 113 seasons. Well, I followed it for 100 seasons. Yeah. And then I got... And then I caught on. Finally, I caught on going, hey, wait a minute. They're just pulling crap out of their ass and serving it to us and telling us that it's uh, scrumptilicious. And uh, the king has no clothes and polar bear goes to comic books. Uh, And so I just walked away from it. And unfortunately... If Nick Spencer is trying to get to a point, he needs to do it because, quite honestly, I'm about done with this book. In fact, I think I am done with this book. I haven't even read it, like I said, for 12 issues, even though I've been buying them. I haven't read the yeah. last 12 issues. And and you need to make some sense, man. If you're trying to make a religious uh, allegory, a religious statement or philosophy, that's fine. Uh, I can appreciate that, but that's not kind of what I was – I wasn't le- – uh, when I – was led into this. That's not what I was, uh, was told this was going to be. Well, they didn't really tell us anything about what it was going to be. It no. was, we, it was definitely put together to where we had expectations, but I think those expectations were mostly, what's the word I'm looking for? Contextual. Yeah. 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 I went in expecting something like, you know, cruel intentions. And what I've gotten is a weird deconstruction of, all sorts of things. I'm not done with it because this issue was still interesting in its uh, skullduggery, endless bastardry, and complete and utter obfuscation of everything that's really going on. But there's a point where 
in previous issues, we've seen characters killed and then brought back. Right. And this issue has a particularly important plot moment where something we thought was true clearly isn't because now it's the future and mm-hmm. things aren't, you know, I'm not entirely certain where this is going. It it surprises me, especially in the last couple of pages. Ike makes a choice in a couple of decisions that I did not expect him to make because I'm, again, expecting that arc of the womanizing jerk learning to right, be a right, better person. right. And what we're getting is an arc where the womanizing jerk learns to be a bigger womanizing jerk and maybe a little bit homicidal. Oh, yeah. You think? Well, I mean, that was the problem with uh, with the uh, what's her name? Uh, Skippy? No. Um, Zoe. I Carly. Zoe. Oh, Zoe. The one that. Uh, yeah. Zoe hasn't really been the same. The since mean her cheerleader. Sister got to be on Bones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just I don't know. It, it just. It's not that uh, the religious storytelling bothers me, um, but it just seems that it, if that's the point, and if that's eventually what we're getting to, especially the, uh, you know, Abraham having to kill his son allegory that's playing out in the last couple of issues. Uh, an allegory on the banks of the Nile. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know. It just seems, it just seems odd to do it that way. Uh, I don't know. It just, this... There's no rhyme or reason for what's going on. It's just, like I said, let's throw it up there and see what happens. There may be a greater picture. I mean, this he may be pulling a, a giant Grant Morrison and, and all the wackiness, goofiness doesn't pay off until the end. But Spencer is a relatively new writer, right? Mm-hmm. Grant Morrison wasn't this wacky when he first started, was he? Yeah. You'll remember Grant Morrison's first American work was Animal Man, where the main character well, becomes a vegetarian by yes. aliens and ends up meeting Grant Morrison. Well, that's true, too. I mean, whack jobbery is whack jobbery. It's a wonderful story. I think we should probably read more of it. In the I think we did, didn't we, where uh, we did Wiley arc. Coyote came out? and That's the first arc. We need to review the second arc where he meets up with Grant Morrison. Then we need to review the issue where Grant Morrison is eaten by jaguar men. Retro review. <laughs> so anyway, back in the current time, Jack and Sawyer are having a fist fight over uh, Lexi Gray from Gray's Anatomy. And uh, they're all under the auspices of the new Power Rangers because that's kind of what it that, feels like. I have no idea what's going on in this book. And, and is it just it's no, it's no idea in an entertaining way. I guess. I mean, there's some, there's some entertainment, there's some entertaining elements to it, right? Yes. Very much so. But I guess, again, going back to what happened with that uh, last season and a half of Lost, I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of playing your games. I'm out. I don't care how I've it ends. I've all your reindeer games. Exactly. I've put up with enough of your shenanigans. And now, over two years now. I will pistol whip the next MFer who says shenanigans. Shenanigans. Um, I know. And it just feels that it still feels that way. Give us some concrete answers. Tell us what's in, tell us who is inside the greenhouse. Tell us, I mean, we know that David is, I don't remember if it's in this issue or the last issue. We know who, what David's relationship is with Abraham. We know who Isaac is now. We know why they have to kill the son of Abraham. Um, you know why they had to go into the, to the tower of Babel, but what happened to the girl that's time traveling? Where does she play into this? Where does, uh, 
Yeah. Where does uh, 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 the girl who wants to kill herself play into this? I mean, we need right. a, I why, just need a little why bit. Why is Starbuck a girl now? How did the doctor get to 20th century Earth? Exactly why is Barnabas Collins still a vampire? Right. We don't know any of these things. Well, Doctor Who tries to explain itself pretty good, right? Wibbly wobbly timey wimey is not an excuse. It's a euphemism. <laughs> He's got a TARDIS. That explains everything. Yeah, try that on your wife sometime. Oh, believe me, uh, I have. Yeah, yeah. That's why. there's a reason. Yeah, Stephen, I joke about Stephen having no hair. It's because the wife snatched him bald for saying stupid stuff. Yes. I, I just need some answers. Give me something that makes sense. That's what Wait, I want. I have an answer, Stephen. Okay. It was his sled. Um, Not good enough. The sensational Spider-Man is Otto Octavius. Well, see, that makes sense. Brain swapping. I can I can Darth get Vader's down with that. Father. What? No. <laughs> Trust your feelings. No. You're not my father. I just wanted power converters. <laughs> I didn't want this. I didn't, I didn't ask for this. The station. <laughs> I'll have to check with the manager. <laughs> All I wanted to do was kiss that pretty girl. Your sister. And what? <laughs> no. You know, Zach Wolf is Luke Skywalker. Because, <laughs> I mean, think about it. He's a young man. He's an older guy. You know, you are, are leading him on a new path to a new way. And there was that time he made out with his sister. <laughs> I mean, clearly. Oh, <laughs> listeners. Uh, probably he listens to all our stuff. He's actually he actually well, listens listen to, to he actually listens to our podcast. Oh snap! Snap! I don't have to listen. I'm here. <laughs> I'm the I'm the show, man. The show stopper. The icon. You certainly stopped the, the show. King Cobra. I'm gonna wear a pirate hat next week. Well, here's the deal. Will, will there be a next time? I don't know. This is the deal. Yeah. Um, time <laughs> is a big issue, and we enjoy putting out dueling review. We enjoy pulling out putting out the major spoilers podcast. We enjoy putting out uh, critical hit and all the other podcasts that we do. And uh, we enjoy the website. I mean, the website is fantastic and we've done so much in six and a half years. And as we get to year seven, we really want to open this up and go full blown blast kapow and show you what we really can do. Uh, But in order to do that, we need the funding to do that. And um, the only way that we can do that is with your help. So what this is kind of weird cycle, right, Matthew, we're creating content for you, the listener you, the listener, help us out by making a donation or an ongoing uh, membership, and in turn, right. we're able to produce even more content for you. So it just kind of cycles around that, that, that way. What we're looking for right now is we're looking for everyone, every one of our listeners who are listening to Dueling Review. And I know there's a lot of you out there. If every single one of you this week, this week can make the commitment to do a $5 a month recurring donation, we'll be a, about a quarter of the way to our goal of what we need to do. And I think by the end of May, we can do that with everyone's help just by making a $5 donation. Now, if you want to make a $10 a month recurring donation for all the podcasts, all the content that you get for those people that make a $10 a month recurring donation, when we hit our goal, that's the key. When we hit our goal, we will create some exclusive content just for our $10 a month subscribers, yep. exclusive podcast, maybe even one that's just Matthew speaking maybe of the showstopper. Even, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's the thing. It's, it's going to be called Matthew's. It's going to be called Matthew's daily affirmations. <laughs> you're good enough. You're smart enough. And gosh darn it, you sound really Scottish. 
All right, so that's the end of that uh, plug right there. I'm from New Zealand. What, uh, the art, is the art troublesome? I mean, I really like uh, it, the art, the art but... art is a little inconsistent, this issue. Well, there's two things either going on. Either everybody's mm-hmm. related to everybody else, and I just kiss my sister. Right. Or somebody's art is really, you know, pretty generic and everybody looks like everybody else. Well, right, because not, Abraham, Abraham... I'm, and not in a literal sense, but in a metaphorical sense, has touched every single one of our characters. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I think that that may be intentional. I We haven't quite seen all of the interrelationships, but there's a definite implication that there may be more to this connection than we thought. Yeah. But, you know, some of it is really wonderful. There's a point around issue 25 where uh, issue 25 does that <laughs> We're only thing up to, to 24 y. page 25 <laughs> oh, oh page 25 where person okay. x does that thing to person y okay that rhymes with uh hoke chold yes that's really yeah there's i mean drawn. there's really some good art and i love how how the the characters are drawn um mm-hmm. it, you know there's some really fantastic stuff throughout this series and the art i think Ike keeps me going more than the story does throughout yeah, yeah. this issue right we see Ike over a, a, a time frame greater than a week. I'm trying not to give out any spoilers. And Ike has a specific body language, and it's similar to his old man's body language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also unique. I mean, it's very well done artistically. The one thing that I will say is the lighting effects mm-hmm. are alternately brilliant and distracting. Yeah. Because there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of light and shadow, and there's no real direct lens flare, but there's moments where, you know, you're getting a great big strong backlight in a sequence. Yeah, where there's no light. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I I like the art. I think artistically, it's pretty impressive. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know what that thing in her hair is, though. Is that is that a barrette? What is that? The thing that's making her have the like semi ponytail pigtail thing, just a. Uh, yeah, what is that? What, it's like a rubber that? band or something. What is that thing? Is that is that a hamburger? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is, is it a colonial viper? So uh, yeah, we're we're kind of a kind of a week ahead, like we said. Is this yep. a good issue? I you know I yeah. liked it, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm I I continue to be worn out by it. I I continue to tire of it. Really, I'm I'm giving this about a middle of the road two and a half stars. I, I this is something that if you've been following the series, yeah, I'll pick it up because there is kind of a big turn. Um, it's not a definitely not a jumping on point. The art is fantastic, but I can understand why there's three months in between issues, and I can understand why people are kind of petering out. Yeah, I'm presuming people are petering out. And by the way, <laughs> use it out. Um. <laughs> I can definitely understand where you get to a point in the mythology arc. Right. uh, I said arc. Where issues, you know, issues of these issues come to a head. But I would give it more than that. I would say three and a half, um, sort of whatever we're – three and a half arbitrary measuring sticks. Yeah, I say it's better than average. Pick it up. You know, that kind of stuff. So you say November was the last time the issue came out? I believe 23 was in November, yeah. All right, let me look and see what kind of numbers it is. I remember reading 23 on an overnight shift close to Thanksgiving, I think. Mm. Mmm. 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 
No, sir, I didn't like it. No, sir. No, not one bit. I, yeah, I just, you know, if it comes out, the next time it comes out, I will read it, okay? Just to see what happens. Yeah. Is this something that I'm running towards? No. Um, Don't run up that hill. Morning Glories number 23 did come out in November, and it sold 8,355 copies. Yeah, 10 of those were to us. Yeah. Uh, it ranked 203rd in the top 300 comics sold in the direct market in November. Oh, nice. So. 203rd isn't bad. It's uh, hundred. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, in the, uh, it's top right there in the top. Yeah, it's in the top 300. So, you know, it's in the upper uh, two thirds. At the bottom <laughs> of the upper two thirds. Or upper the top quadrant. of the lower, or it's at the, uh, the top of the lower third. The, the lower one third. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's somewhere in the lower mid card. It's, uh, yeah. it's higher than Cody Rhodes, but probably lower than Ray Mysterio. I think the uh, cutoff for most uh, series is, um, 1300 or 13,000. I mean, um, well, it's, and, and that's that from DC. Well, that's D that's DC that DC tends to follow that track. Uh, for the most part now with image because it's creator owned, you know, when the creator gets it out and they s publish it, you know, the writer gets whatever he gets. So it's kind of up to the writer to decide or the creators to decide if they're going to, uh, and to continue like I the said, series. This week we're getting an issue of Mudman for the first time in literally yeah, what, several, several uh, months now. And it's I what like up to issue five or something. Six. Oh, Mudman. Okay. He's a man that's made of mud. Ba da ba ba bum ba bum 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 bum. So yeah, I guess that's where people. That's, I guess that's where we stand. So I stand go. slightly to the left. Hey hey. And next, I'll be here forever. Next week. Next week. Unless coming out. I move over. Here. If we've got our date right, this does say uh, February thirteenth for me. Right. Adventures of Superhero Girl. Oh, that's a hardcover. Uh, a lot of hardcovers coming out next uh, next week from Dark Horse Comics. Alabaster ooh. Wolves, which is probably something we'll look at down the line. The Manara Library, As Volume 4. Ooh, Manara. That's, I think that's the one that's the all-naughty edition. Uh, Star Wars uh, number 2 comes ooh. out next week. Mm. Uh, Amikami Girls number 5 featuring Supergirl. Batgirl 17. Uh. Bunch of 17s come out next week. Arkham... Uh, Batman Robin, Batman the White Knight, Batman... We haven't looked at Batgirl in a while, have we? Uh, no, I haven't looked at it since issue number one. Oh, we should review Batgirl. Let's look and see what else we got. Uh, Ghostbusters number <laughs> one. That's fine, we can look at it, but let's look and see what else is coming out. Uh, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters number one. If there's something strange in your neighborhood, and it's ripping off Huey Lewis, Ghostbusters! I want a new drug. We could review the Cho the Chew poster number one, Secret Agent Poyo. We could review a poster. Ooh. That would be fascinating. That'd be a short review. Hooks Hunters number seven, Manhattan Projects number nine, Morning Glories number twenty-four. Oh wait, that comes out next week. Uh Age of Apocalypse wait. number twelve. Let's uh maybe we should get in on me? maybe we should get in on this Age of Apocalypse thing. Scarlet <laughs> Spider number fourteen. <laughs> <Where are we? laughs> no. New Avengers number oh, that's a second print. Uh you know what we do uh this this is the summer of Smurfs. Uh the summer of Payo, I'm sorry, that uh, Paper Cuts is, is uh doing. So we will see a bunch of new uh Smurfs trades come out, and we will see the adventures of and I forget what the other uh story that Payo worked on, I forget the title, but it's about this kid who has superhero powers. So that's trades coming out this summer too. 
No, not Tintin. That's Herge, Herge or whatever his name is. So it's not Tintin. Was it, it Keyboard? Uh, I, I, I wrote a story about it up on Major was Spoilers. It, was it Fun Boy? <laughs> Could be. Who knows? I'm cracking myself up over here. Uh, go over to Major Spoilers, do a search for Peo, and you'll find it. Um, Hypernaturals, uh, Trade Paperback comes out. Vampirilla Archives. Vampirilla. And a bunch of merchandise. All right, Batgirl number 17 next week. Let's make sure it's somebody girl, hasn't already claimed girl. it. Well, that's why I picked it. Oh, because nobody's claimed it yet? No, because I can take him in a fist fight. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... <laughs> I've seen Jimmy. Actually. I've seen Jimmy, Matthew. Yeah, you better wi- watch out. He's wiry. He's wiry. He's wiry, but I can take a punch. You know? <laughs> I've been married for 20 years. I've been going to this high school for nine years. I'm no dummy. Yeah, so. that's uh, <laughs> uh Dueling review, Batgirl number 17. Batgirl. We'll do that next week, the 13th. Actually, next week will be a day late. On the 14th is when this episode will come out. Perhaps even a dollar short. Yeah, so we've got some more critical hit things to talk about uh, next Wednesday. Yay! I'm not mentioning any names, but uh, I'm working on a new accent. Oh, really? Which one is this one? Torque talks like ish. But I'm thinking in the next episode, I'm going to be talking like, perhaps like James Mason. Oh, really? I sound a bit like God, don't I? Mm. Uh, People of Berlin. <laughs> anything else we want to uh, add before we get out of here this week? I wish we had better. I wish I had better things to say about this book. I mean, there's some good things, but it's just really average. Yeah, it's it's not a bad book, but we're at a point where it's kind of we are at a fish or cut bait point, and I think you may be closer to cut and bait than I am, but it's definitely something where I, I am a little concerned. I want to see some resolution to the arc because. You know, another three episodes or another three seasons of Sawyer on the Island. I, I don't know. I, it, I'm not saying it would be bad. It may be wonderful. I just, I don't know. Ben Gazzara is a good actor. Why can't he get a series? It's a question on everyone's mind and a question that I we will know. try to answer in the future. Again, thanks to everyone who's uh, contributing to the cause. We really appreciate it. The uh, 2, the 5, the $10 a month recurring donations really helps us. And eventually it will make sure that we're doing this all the time for you. Every day. People that we're we're generating this for. We're generating this for you, not for us, because Matthew and I would sit around and talk about this book anyway. Yeah. We'd have this conversation and there wouldn't be microphones involved. Exactly. There'd be a lot of punching though. Steven Stephen would drink a lot less, and I wouldn't have to think of ways to be clever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Until next time, thank you for downloading and checking out Dueling Reviews. Use the comment section over at Majorspoilers.com. Let us know what you think. And if you're going to buy one of the trade paperbacks of Morning Glories, click on that Amazon.com link and buy your trade and get it sent to you post-haste, except for maybe on Saturdays when the post won't be working Uh, shortly in the future. Well, if you're delivering it from Amazon, it Oh, yeah, Amazon will definitely, it'll definitely come uh, that that way, so. All right, everybody, thank you so much. Remember, Dueling Reviews, one comic, two guys, infinite possibilities, and we will see you next time. Boy.
Oilers is copyright 2013.